0: Good morning, Orlando. Friday morning at 6. Welcome aboard. You're on the 50,000 watt front porch for our first check of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And
1: I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning She Said, He Said. We'll have details coming up in one minute.
0: The key moments in the Ford Cavanaugh dramatic hearings yesterday. My take and yours, and I'll check the votes in a moment on Good Morning Orlando. 601
1: on News Radio 93.1. It was a case of she said, he said, in a hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Professor Christine Blasey Ford testified that Supreme Court nominee Judge Brett Kavanaugh tried to rape her at a party back in the summer of 1982. Ford categorically denied that it could be a case of mistaken identity. Illinois Democrat Dick Durbin.
2: Dr. Ford, with what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you?
3: One hundred percent. One
4: hundred percent.
1: At times defiant and other times emotional, Judge Brett Kavanaugh defended himself against the claims of sexual assault.
4: My family and I intend no ill will toward Dr. Ford or her family. But I swear today, under oath, before the Senate and the nation, before my family and God, I am innocent of this charge.
1: And Kavanaugh accused Democratic lawmakers of smearing his professional and personal reputation. The Senate Judiciary Committee is set to vote on whether to confirm Kavanaugh this morning... But the largest group of trial lawyers in America is now saying, hold on.
5: The American Bar Association sent a letter late Thursday to Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley and ranking Democrat Dianne Feinstein calling for lawmakers to hold off on voting to confirm Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. The ABA says sexual misconduct claims by Dr. Christine Blasey Ford and other women should be investigated by the FBI. The letter says an appointment to the Supreme Court is simply too important to rush to a vote. The ABA had said Kavanaugh is a well-qualified candidate, but it put out that recommendation before the allegations were public. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News.
0: Late word we have now. The vote is still on for 9.30 this morning in the committee. And we'll hear a lot more from both the key players yesterday in what was an absolutely gut-wrenching day, wasn't it? That's the phrase I would use. Absolutely true. And more coming up here. We'll all have a conversation, and we want you to join it. So stay tuned here on this edition of Good Morning Orlando.
1: The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. An Amber Alert is in effect for two siblings from North Florida. The FDLE issued the alert yesterday for 7-year-old Brian Mejias and 6-year-old Gabriela Mejias of Live Oak. Swanee County deputies say the children may be traveling in a black Toyota Camry with dark twinted windows and a Texas license plate. That car could be part of a caravan of three vehicles heading west toward Texas or toward Madison here in Florida. A former first lady is appearing at a Get Out the Vote rally in South Florida this afternoon. The event is being hosted by the organization When We All Vote.
6: We're thrilled that uh, Michelle Obama is coming down to Miami today for a When We All Vote rally uh, to make sure that folks in Miami and across Florida and across the country are getting registered uh, and ready to vote.
1: CEO Kyle Learman says it's a nonpartisan event, free and open to the public, being held at the University of Miami. It's been two weeks since Hurricane Florence hit the Carolinas, and those states are still dealing with flooding. People in South Carolina's Horry and Georgetown counties are being warned to limit travel as rivers are still flooded. Nicosi Perry got the call at quarterback as number 16 Miami hammered North Carolina 47 to 10 at Hard Rock Stadium last night. The Hurricanes are now 4 and 1 and 1 and 0 in the ACC. The U now has extra time to get ready for rival Florida State a week from tomorrow. WFLA news time is 605. The rally rat Steals the show at Wrigley Field. (laughs) The rally rat. Watch the video online at wflaorlando.com. It's a real rat. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. And in Chicago,
0: so it's probably a pretty good-sized rat here. We'll be checking out the video. Friday, we get the news from Alan Spector. Yaffe's our executive producer. We've been putting together the key sound cuts for you to hear from the uh, Ford-Kavanaugh dramatics yesterday. Stephanie happened to watch it all. We're going to be talking about it here and taking your calls at 407-916-5400. Toll free now, 866-916-5400. Text line 23680, standard message and data rates apply. Here is a little back and forth, a montage. Christine Ford, Brett Kavanaugh.
3: I'm here today not because I want to be. I am terrified.
4: This confirmation process has become a national disgrace.
3: I am here because I believe it is my civic duty to tell you what happened to me while Brett Kavanaugh and I were in high
4: school. But you have replaced advice and consent with search and destroy.
3: I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth.
4: I'm not questioning that Dr. Ford may have been sexually assaulted by some person in some place at some time. But I have never done this.
0: It went on hour after gut-wrenching hour. My takeaways on this, Christine Ford's sincerity, the pain, the emotion, how fragile emotionally she seemed, but also the memory gaps. You know, where was that party where she alleged this happened at the hands of a young Brett Kavanaugh? How did she get there? How did she get home? She offered no new evidence, no one to corroborate her story. Brett Kavanaugh, totally different than the than the reserved and, I thought, passionless Kavanaugh on the Martha McCallum interview early this week. Man, it was unbelievable. I wanted to see some righteous indignation and boy we we saw and we heard that a a passionate angry defense and i thought without that i thought this nomination had absolutely no chance folks what are what quick takeaways here on on yesterday from well, both sides
1: well i i watched uh portions of it i didn't watch the whole thing yesterday but what i saw sort of made my stomach turn uh, it was very upsetting to watch it was uh no matter what you think of either person or either side in this case the whole thing was, I found, rather disturbing. Not only the testimony of these two people who had to, you know, bear their souls pretty much before the American people, right. but then the the discourse between the senators, between the Democrats and
7: Republicans,
1: this is, you know, it just sort of crystallized what we're we've been seeing on Capitol Hill for some time now.
7: Yeah, that's a really good point. I would agree with that completely. My biggest takeaway is that both of them testifying... Were credible, which is why you need more corroborating evidence before you condemn someone. You can't base it off the emotional testimony because both of them came off as credible. But Ford didn't have more evidence.
0: So are you telling me you support the FBI investigation that the American Bar Association now wants to delay the vote and investigate? Is that what you're saying? No,
7: I'm not saying that because I don't think the FBI is going to find anything. The only reason they want an FBI investigation is to delay the vote, like you said. It would be it would be worthless, in my opinion.
0: Get it past the midterms. Democrats take the yeah, Senate. The only reason you never get it. a conservative on the Supreme Court in a Trump presidency. You came in here on fire this morning, Stephanie.
8: Yes, I'm disgusted, bud. Disgusted. I watched the entire thing yesterday.
0: And what do you think? Give us a call. Hit the text line. You're going to hear a whole lot more in a moment, and including that incredible tirade by Lindsey Graham. Wow, did I see him differently than I've ever seen him Before It is all ahead for the Frontgate Realty Studio from your cell, pound 250, keyword real estate. An update coming first, though, in just two minutes on Orlando's news, weather and traffic, here on a Friday edition of Good Morning Orlando. (laughs) The president tweeting, Judge Kavanaugh showed America exactly why I nominated him. His testimony was powerful, honest and riveting. Democrats search and destroy strategy is disgraceful and this process has been a total sham and the effort to delay, obstruct, and resist. The Senate must vote, and the committee will vote, we know now, at 9.30 this morning, unless they unless they just change their mind. We may have a full Senate vote next Tuesday. It's 51.49 in, in the greater Senate, and no matter what the vote is here, it will go to the full Senate, okay, when it gets out of the committee, one way or another, whether it is a recommendation for confirmation or not. Um, when it gets to the full Senate right now, Uh, It looks like the Republicans have 47 yes votes, okay? They've got to have at least 50. If you get a 50-50 tie, you wind up with Mike Pence breaking it uh, as the vice president. That's what the Constitution says, and then you would have confirmation here. Corker was wavering. He's on board as a yes vote. On the Judiciary Committee is Jeff Flake out of Arizona. Um, He huddled last night with Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski, uh, Maine and Alaska, respectively, who are always uh, shaky on and, on matters like this. And Democrat Joe Manchin in pro-Trump West Virginia as well. He may come on board. That would be a much-needed cushion. It's going to be very tight. Now, um, I thought that there was no chance of confirmation after Christine Ford in the morning. Uh, because, again, you know, I, I, think, I think somebody did something awful to her, but it wasn't Brett Kavanaugh. And that's what he is saying. Uh, but she was compelling. Let's listen.
2: With what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you?
3: 100%.
0: Okay. Um, and, and I actually asked for the wrong cut there, but that's okay to hear that again. Brett Kavanaugh came out on fire. Let's listen.
4: My family and my name have been totally and permanently destroyed.
0: This was exactly what he needed to do. Now some are saying, well, he's too emotional, he's crying, he doesn't have the proper judicial temperament. They thought he was flatter than a pancake and a flatliner earlier this week. You know, I mean, they're all out to get him from the left. And he pointed that out in no uncertain terms. Here is Kavanaugh on a compelling piece of sound, nailing the anti-Trump Democrats on their true motivations.
4: This whole two-week effort... Has been a calculated and orchestrated political hit fueled with apparent pent-up anger about president trump and the 2016 election fear that has been unfairly stoked about my judicial record revenge on behalf of the clintons and millions of dollars in money from outside left-wing opposition groups
0: he wrote that statement himself all of it 45 unforgettable moments how did you see it yesterday how did um how did you react to ford and to Kavanaugh when they testified to the questioning the way it went i'm glad they got rid of um of that uh, prosecutor who was going to do all the questions for the uh, for the republicans at rachel she was just f- flatter than a pancake no impact at all and the republicans sucked it up and went on the uh, um, to do their own questioning, by and large. And that was exactly what needed to happen. Wait till you hear Lindsey Graham here in a moment. That was unbelievable. They hailed him as a hero when they gave him a standing O when he went into a Republican caucus last night. If you haven't heard it, you'll hear it in a moment. I want to hear from you, though. What's your reaction to this yesterday? What were you thinking as you watched this drama? We've never seen anything like it. I hope we never see it again. And how do you think this is going to play out? Should the vote be taken ASAP or not? Should he be confirmed or should he not? Who do you believe and why? 407-916-5400. You can text me at 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. Wait to hear Lindsey Graham in a moment. But first, Steph. So last night after the hearings, you're shopping around and you're watching the libs on CNN and they're making you crazy.
8: Oh, my God. I couldn't stand it, bud. I mean, these idiot women are going around saying, oh, he seemed so aggressive yesterday. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's pissed. You've ruined his life. There you go. It's despicable.
0: Yeah, and it is despicable. And Lindsey Graham, former prosecutor and judge, I didn't know he had this in him. I want you to listen to him tearing into the Democrats.
9: If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said, oh, because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical Sham, since I've been in politics, and if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. Are you a gang rapist? No. I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. You're looking for a fair process? You came to the wrong town at the wrong time, my friend.
0: And he exhorted his Republican colleagues to vote for confirmation. Unforgettable moments with Lindsey Graham. Robert from Oviedo, you were watching. What do you think?
10: I was cheering when Lindsey Graham started speaking. I couldn't believe it. it was it, I've heard him up to this point on, on some of the interviews lately, but finally he put them in their place and called them out for what they are because I'm telling you, good quality people are not going to want to get in, in politics because of liberalism how these people just attack you viciously they'll make up stories they they do not care
0: i agree with that a hundred percent a point i made a point kavanaugh made yesterday on his own behalf who's going to want to go through what he and his family have been through he called it hell and then some bill and Merritt island on the line good morning to you bill good morning sir you just saw a preview
10: Wait till Ginsburg or Breyer retires or dies in office. This was just a warm-up show.
0: What's that going to be like?
10: Oh, I have no idea, but you saw what the, the depths they'd go to on this guy. And he isn't really the true swing vote. The next one will be.
0: Thank you, sir, very much. Now, here is Ben and Claremont. You were first on the line, actually. Welcome aboard, Ben.
10: Bud, I ain't never been so mad in all my life. I've never seen such a disgusting display by the Democrats. I, personally, the old iron worker side of me says drag them out in the alley and beat the living crap out of
0: them. Oh, man, the passions are running high. Kevin, you're in Orlando. How did Kavanaugh do?
10: I think Kavanaugh did great. He defended himself and told the truth. And I knew he would. And uh, Lindsey Graham did great. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Lindsey Graham as good as that. I've never seen that before, but it was awesome what he said.
0: Yeah, I didn't think and he I had think it he in did. him, and I'm glad he did because that was exactly right. what was needed. Um, And, and I, I think that the righteous indignation and the moral outrage expressed by Kavanaugh, without that, I don't think that nomination had a chance after the testimony by Christine Ford in the morning. Yeah. Yep. thank you. Text line, uh, Yaffe, roll on with that, if you will.
7: Yeah, the texters are pretty passionate as well, bud. One person said they need to confirm him, otherwise they will lose a lot of voters. They need to stand up to this nonsense. Another person says it's time for the right to grow a pair instead of trying to appease the left. All right.
0: Ladies, how about getting a few of you on the line? I haven't heard from you yet this morning. You were watching. You may have a different perspective on it all. How did Christine Ford play with you? How did a passionate Brett Kavanaugh play with you? What did you think of the Democrats and the Republicans and the female prosecutor that I was not impressed with who asked some of the questions early on for the Republicans? Ladies and guys, you're still eligible. We're taking calls in the next segment, 407-916-5400 or text me at 23680. Alan Spector bringing us the news here at the bottom of the 6 o'clock hour on a, on a Friday. We had the Quinnipiac poll on the Florida governor's race suddenly showing Democrat Gillum up nine points over Republican DeSantis. And Gillum's making some more news this morning.
1: Getting some high-profile help on the campaign trail, bud. The Democratic nominee for governor announcing yesterday that Hillary Clinton will campaign with him next month in South Florida. Tallahassee's mayor says he's honored to have the support of the former presidential candidate, Clinton considered Gillum as a potential running mate two years ago before she chose Virginia Senator Tim Kaine. Meanwhile, Republican nominee for Governor Ron DeSantis is on the attack against his Democratic rival.
11: I am uh, the only veteran running for, for governor at this point i'm the only unabashed capitalist running for governor at this point and i'm the only one who can credibly say i am not the subject of an fbi investigation at this point
1: DeSantis spoke at a florida chamber of commerce forum here in orlando he's been endorsed by the chamber although the organization's first choice for governor was adam putnam the news is brought to you by trusco bank florida's hometown bank more red tide funding is on the way for gulf coast counties. Pinellas County is getting another $2 million, and Lee County has received an additional $1.1 million in grant funding from the Florida Department of Environmental Protection. It's part of $13 million that DEP is providing for communities impacted by red tide and blue-green algae. So far, red tide has not affected plans for a major boat racing event in Clearwater this weekend. The Hooters Superboat National Championship races and associated events
10: take place this weekend off Clearwater Beach. In spite of concerns about possible red tide irritation, Jason Beisel with the city of Clearwater says the weather is giving the beach a break.
1: Luckily right now we have winds out of the east and they're projected to stay that way through the weekend to keep the bloom away from the shore.
10: Beisel says city workers have been out at 530 every morning to clear the shoreline of dead fish and that will continue through the weekend. Gordon Bird, Tampa.
1: Publix continues to, in the words of the governor, grow like crazy. That's what Rick Scott said yesterday in Lakeland while announcing the company plans to expand its headquarters and add hundreds of jobs. In the next 10 years, Publix will have 700 new employees and almost 200,000 more square feet of space at its HQ. The Rams and Vikings put on an aerial show on Thursday Night Football. Jared Goff threw for 465 yards and five touchdowns to lead L.A. past Minnesota 38-31 to at the Coliseum. Kirk Cousins went shot for shot with Goff, piling up 422 yards through the air and three scores. The Rams are now 4-0 for the first time since 2001 when they were in St. Louis. WFLA news time is 636. I'm Alan Spector, 93.1 WFLA. Get these stories and more at WFLAOrlando.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando continues now.
0: I ask for ladies to weigh in, along with you gentlemen, on the Ford-Kavanaugh hearings yesterday. Estelita and Julie, don't go away. We're going to hear from you, and if you want to join the conversation, with your opinion, 407 916 or the text line 23680. Up to New York City, we go right now to bring in uh, Gina Cervetti with the Friday Bloomberg Business Report from the Bloomberg Newsroom. And welcome aboard, as always, great to have you with us, Gina.
12: Thanks, Bud. Glad to be here.
0: How about the stock report, first of all? Checking those futures and yesterday in the markets.
12: All righty. Well, we do have the future slipping here a little bit as political risks in the U.S. and abroad are back at the uh, top of investors' agenda. But they're also awaiting some monthly reports on personal income and spending and consumer sentiment. That may bring the focus back to the economy, at least for the moment. And we did have a higher close on Wall Street yesterday, with stocks rising after the Fed cited a strong economy when it raised interest rates. The Dow is up about 55 points to 26,440, the S&P gained eight or three-tenths to 29.14, and the NASDAQ jumped 52, closing at 8,042. That was the best-performing major gauge yesterday, and that was fueled by gains in big tech companies. Uh, the Bloomberg Orlando index was higher. It gained about two-tenths percent in the session.
0: All right, some good news there. Tesla, the electric car company, headed by Elon Musk, being sued by the Security and Exchange Commission. What can you tell us about how investors are reacting to all of this, Gina?
12: Well, investors apparently do not like this news. Tesla shares are down 11 percent in pre-market trading. What's it going to mean for the company? CEO Elon Musk is in jeopardy of losing control of the company he founded, with the SEC suing him for that August tweet about taking Tesla private. The agency says Musk misled investors by claiming falsely that he'd lined up funding for the transaction. Musk, for his part, calls the lawsuit unjustified. This weekend, Bud, was supposed to be a celebratory milestone with thousands of Model 3 sedans finally making their way to customers.
0: Yeah, that's that more affordable Tesla electric car. Absolutely right. right. All, all overshadowed by what you've been discussing with us here. Amazon seems to be into everything, and they seem to be everywhere. Is it possible they're getting into the movie-making business? That's the question this morning.
12: Well, Lionsgate Entertainment will start there is one of Hollywood's last independent film studios, but it might not stay that way. That is the hope of investor John Cornitzer. He's a major shareholder in the company that produced the Hunger Games and other movies. Amazon is working with Lionsgate to launch the studio's Stars Network internationally on its prime video service. And if that is successful, this investor, John Cornitzer, says... Amazon might swallow up that film and TV producer to boost its video lineup.
0: Very interesting. And before you go, down here, of course, Publix, which is headquartered in central Florida, the grocery store chain, I mean, is just absolutely going gangbusters. 700 new jobs they're going to be bringing on board. You've got news on what's happening with a key discount grocer having some success. What's this all about?
12: This is new research from Morgan Stanley, and it shows that the German discount grocery owner Aldi was the choice of almost one in five shoppers who recently recently switched grocery stores. That's more than Costco, Target, Kroger, or Amazon's Whole Foods, according to this research. Now, Walmart and Kroger still dominate the food retail sector in the U.S., which is worth $840 billion, accounting for a combined one-third of the market. So far, Aldi has about 2%, but they are planning to open hundreds of more new stores.
0: Very interesting there, as always. Have a wonderful weekend, Gina. We thank you for the great work you do. We'll catch you Monday morning for another Bloomberg Business Report. Thanks, Bud. You have a great weekend as well. Oh, we're planning to, for sure. Hey, listen, I got some of the ladies on the line, and I've got room for a couple more. And guys, if you want to weigh in and haven't been heard yet, I want your reaction as you watched what went on. And We had a lot of it right here on the radio for you to listen to all day long. The Ford-Kavanaugh hearing and the uh, the way the questioning went, the way the testimony went, the way you think the confirmation vote ultimately will go. Join the conversation now at 407 916 5400 or text me at 23680. We'll get to that right after we get to this. at update on Orlando's newsletter and traffic just two minutes downstream here on Good Morning Orlando.
3: Brett roped me and tried to take off my clothes. He had a hard time because he was very inebriated and because I was wearing a one piece bathing suit underneath my clothing. I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth to stop me from yelling. This is what terrified me the most and has had the most lasting impact on my life. It was hard for me to breathe, and I thought that Brett was accidentally going to kill me.
0: Compelling testimony in the morning session yesterday from... Kavanaugh's first accuser, Christine Ford, and a fiery response and categorical denials of it all by Brett Kavanaugh in the afternoon session. I asked for some of the ladies who listen to our show to give me their thoughts on all that has gone down and where this is going. Estelita, good morning to you. Thanks for listening and calling me from Kissimmee. What are you thinking this morning, Estelita?
13: Good morning, Bud. I am furious, really, really just furious watching that whole thing yesterday. It's it's totally appalling what they're doing to this poor man. And I, I I cannot understand why these women are waiting 35, 36 years later to come forth with this information.
0: Do you think Christine Ford is lying or just mistaken that it was Kavanaugh?
14: I, that's hard to say. I'm, Mistaking.
0: Thank you very much. I think that's kind of where I am too because I, I, I just don't think she was acting. But boy, you know, she's so emotional, so fragile and so spotty on her remembrances. Uh, I think it calls into question the truth of what she claims. Julie in Orlando, what's your thought?
13: Good morning, bud. I think, I think she believes that something happened and I do believe that something did happen to her. I think she's mistaken and I think she's being a victim all over again by the people who told her they would protect her. And I think that everybody on the Senate committee needs to have the courage to confirm um, Brett Kavanaugh, but I don't believe it's going to stop with the confirmation because they've said over and over again, they'll move forward with an impeachment. It's outrageous what they're doing to him. And it really makes me sad.
0: Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And also Barbara out of Leesburg. Good morning, Barbara from Lake County.
13: Hi, bud. Um, 55 years ago, I, my dad dropped me off uh, at work, and uh, it just so happened that that, that uh, the store was all lit up. But I was early, so nobody was there. There was a man across the street. I would walk one way, and he would walk the same way, but he was still across the street. And
0: what? It, what? It, can Can you bottom line get, this? What? What? What happened to you? And I hope bottom nothing. Bottom
13: line is nothing. The manager. The manager uh, drove up, unlocked the door. I I have a problem with her not knowing. I remember my dad letting me off. I have a problem with Dr. Ford not knowing how she got to that house and how she got home.
0: So do I. Thank you. I appreciate that. 20 seconds, Christine from Deltona. I'm tight on time. Do your best.
13: Well, good morning, bud. I'm furious and I'm disgusted by this whole display. And if the Republicans do not vote Kavanaugh in, then they've lost the election. And um, like I said, this should have never even came to play.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. They've got 47 votes, it appears, in the greater Senate here. Committee vote is this morning, no matter what happens there, it gets reported out to the full Senate for a vote early next week. I still think this is very doable, and it would not have been had it not been for the incredible testimony by Brett Kavanaugh on his own behalf in the afternoon session. The Daily Sound Judgment game is going to get us as far away from all of the rancor of that hearing as we can possibly get. And we got a great prize for our winner. You're going to the Hard Rock Live in Orlando for their classic album, Night, where they recreate the Beatles' help album, cut for cut, note for note. Get on the 50,000-watt front porch. We're playing Sound Judgment. You're eligible, company says, if you haven't won it in 30 days. Contestants, come on on board. You're playing for a great prize at 407-916-5400. Sound judgment right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. And I'll do it for you in two minutes here on Good Morning Orlando. (laughs) Serves me right for playing the sound judgment game early on occasion in the 6 o'clock hour. But that means I have a couple of lines open for you right now. We're playing for free tickets to one of these incredible classic album nights at the Hard Rock Cafe. If you love the Beatles, you're going to want to be there. And uh, 407-916-5400 is our number. Call right now and get on board. Looking for some brand new callers? If you haven't won in 30 days on Sound Judgment, you're welcome to play and win our game. There's an open line right now for you. Please call 407-916-5400. I worked hard on this game right now. Okay? i got to have a couple more callers. And that prize Steph,
8: talk about it. Yes, today's winner gets a pair of tickets to the next big Classic Albums event at Orlando's Hard Rock Live. Classic Albums Live at Hard Rock Live takes classic albums and recreates them cut for cut, note for note. This time, the Beatles' iconic Help album gets the Classic Albums treatment at the Hard Rock Live on Friday night, October 5th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit our website, wflaorlando.com keyword concerts for more info. If
0: you've never been to one of these classic album nights, it's unbelievable what they do at the Hard Rock. Now we got some contestants. If you're trying to get in, the busy line is uh, frustrating you, wait for a wrong answer and you can still win at 407-916-5400 when we open up a line for you. Now, for today's sound judgment game, I think maybe we all need this. I know I do. We're going to get about as far away from all of the rancor and the ugliness of the Kavanaugh-Ford hearings as we can get. Let's talk about Mr. Rogers, shall we? The late and beloved Fred Rogers, Rollins College graduate and host of the iconic children's TV show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, they're making a movie about Mr. Rogers, and I have just seen the very first photo released of the major movie star who will play Mr. Rogers. Listen to the sound of Mr. Rogers singing his familiar theme song, and then use your sound judgment to tell me what actor will play Fred Rogers in the upcoming film, You Are My Friend.
11: It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor.
10: Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly with you. So
11: let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine?
0: Won't you be my neighbor? All right, how's that for a Ford Cavanaugh hearing break here on Sound Judgment? Name the major movie star who was going to be playing Mr. Rogers. Line one, who is it? Clint Eastwood. No, no, not Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Go ahead, make my day, kids. <laughs> I needed to laugh too, and I bet you did too. 407 916 5040. No, Clint didn't make it, but it's a name just as big. Line two, go ahead. Line two. Okay, line two. You got to listen through the phone, gang, when you're on there with me and not the radio. Line three, who is playing Mr. Rogers? Line three. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, so, Tom Hanks is right. You did it. Congratulations, my friend. I saw a shot Thank of him in the much. sweater. You know, he looks pretty darn good. Pretty cool.
10: <laughs> I thought I thought I was collared two and I was yelling. And I thought I was, so I was confused there for a minute. Well,
0: so, I don't know. I hope I didn't blow it, but I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you won. First name, please. My name's Steve. Steve, where are you calling in from? Orlando welcome to the show. Congratulations. You got a great prize coming. Find out all about it as I put you and Steph off air to talk together. Okay? thank you yeah have a great time and congratulations hey good morning orlando top of the morning to you here on a friday at seven o'clock as we update orlando's news weather and traffic here and now for you on news radio 93.1 wfla
1: i'm bud Hedinger, and i'm alan Spector. our top story this morning ford versus kavanaugh on capitol hill and we'll have details coming up in one minute and we'll play some of the key moments from the dramatic hearing
0: yesterday and we'll take more of your calls. It's all ahead in this hour of Good Morning Orlando.
1: 704 on News Radio 93.1. High drama at a high stakes hearing from the Supreme Court nominee and the woman accusing him of a sexual assault more than 35 years ago. Professor Christine Blasey Ford went before the Senate Judiciary Committee to testify that Judge Brett Kavanaugh tried to rape her at a party back in the summer of 1982. Ford described the lasting effects the attack had on her.
3: Anxiety, phobia, and PTSD like symptoms are the types of things that I've been coping with. So, uh, more specifically, claustrophobia, panic.
1: Judge Brett Kavanaugh was defiant in his opening statement
4: I'm here today to tell the truth. I've never sexually assaulted anyone, not in high school, not in college, not ever. Sexual assault is horrific.
1: Kavanaugh angrily accused Senate Democrats of turning advise and consent into search and destroy. Meanwhile, a high school friend of Judge Brett Kavanaugh breaks his
11: silence. Two of the women who have accused Judge Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault claim his high school friend Mark Judge was present. Now Judge is speaking out. Fox News has obtained a letter Judge wrote to the Senate Judiciary Committee in which he disputes claims by Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. Submitting the letter under penalty of perjury, Judge says he never saw Kavanaugh act in the way Ford described in her testimony Thursday. Democrats have criticized Republicans for not calling on Judge to testify, but in his letter, Judge says he avoids public speaking because he struggles with depression and anxiety. In Washington, Sean Langel, Fox News.
0: And has had an addiction problem, which Kavanaugh actually uh, discussed briefly in the course of yesterday's testimony.
11: This
1: news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Two North Florida children are the subject of an Amber Alert The alert was issued yesterday for 7-year-old Brian Mejias and 6-year-old Gabriela Mejias of Live Oak. The FDLE believes the brother and sister are in a black Toyota Camry with Texas plates. That vehicle might be part of a three-car caravan heading west toward Madison County or even further west to Texas. A man shot by deputies in Orange County is in stable condition. That shooting happened this week in Taft during a traffic stop on 3rd Street the sheriff's office says 51-year-old James Johnson got out of his pickup truck and pointed a gun at deputies. The deputies opened fire when they say Johnson refused to drop the gun. Former First Lady Michelle Obama is headlining a rally for voter registration this afternoon in Miami. A number of national and local celebrities will be joining her.
6: We're thrilled uh, about the lineup that's shaking up and, uh, you know, really are going to work as hard as we can to get the message out about the importance of registering and voting.
1: Kyle Learman of When We All Vote, the group sponsoring the event, says they're tackling the issue of voters who are eligible but not registered, and they'll be working that right up to the deadline for voting in the general election, which is October 9th. Tiger Woods is hoping Sunday's win carries over into the Ryder Cup. He and Team USA opened the tournament against Europe this morning in Paris, France. That's always fun to watch.
0: Always fun to watch. Great team competition.
1: Especially when Tiger's involved.
0: Oh, no question about it. Alan, thanks. Um, Listen, we're going to be taking more phone calls. We have cuts we haven't yet had an opportunity to play. I watched all of yesterday's dramatic uh, Ford-Kavanaugh hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Um, You said uh, when we got together this morning when I asked you what you thought, you had one word, and it was. Gut-wrenching. And I agree. That's exactly the word I would use to describe it. Um, Yaffe in the control room Steph has taken calls They all watched a lot of this as well Here's some of the back and forth Let's listen to this
3: I'm here today not because I want to be I am terrified
4: This confirmation process has become a national disgrace
3: I am here because I believe it is my civic duty To tell you what happened to me while Brett Kavanaugh and I were in high school.
4: But you have replaced advice and consent with search and destroy.
3: I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth.
4: I'm not questioning that Dr. Ford may have been sexually assaulted by some person in some place at some time. But I have never done this.
0: More in a moment and your reaction as you watched and listened because we played a lot of it during the day on WFLA through Glenn and Rush's show and beyond. 407-916-5400. Who's telling the truth? Who's not? Should Kavanaugh be confirmed to the Supreme Court or not? 407-916-5400. Toll free is now 866 916 5400 text line 23680 standard message and data rates apply just ahead of that make your wallet great again in our texting contest coming up listen closely you could win a thousand bucks here it comes the keyword of the hour text the keyword to 200 200 and good luck we'll have that and an update as well on Orlando's news weather and traffic all for you in two minutes right here on news radio 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. Senate Judiciary Committee will report the nomination out for consideration, no matter what, for the full Senate. Um, That'll be at 9.30 this morning unless something changes. We think there may be a full Senate vote, Republicans with a narrow 51-49 majority, next Tuesday. The dilemma, some think, for Republicans contemplating the midterm elections coming up in less than six weeks. If they confirm Kavanaugh, will they lose a lot of women voters? who really think that um, that Christine Ford is telling the truth, that this guy's had a problem with assaulting her and other women. And if they don't confirm, will the angry base just not show up at the polls? I count 47 votes in the General Senate for confirmation right now. Um, the wild cards are Republican Jeff Flake, and uh, and then Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski, as always. And Democrat Joe Manchin from West Virginia, very pro-Trump, um, uh, that that state, uh, may come on board, and that may save the day. So it's going to be very, very tight. Um, the Republicans can only lose one vote here. That would take it down to 50-50, and the tie would be broken by Republican Vice President Mike Pence, and we would have uh, this great Judge Kavanaugh confirmed to the Senate. I thought that... Uh, uh, Christine Ford is very, very fragile, very, very emotional. I thought she was very sincere. I think she thinks Kavanaugh did this to her. I don't think that she did. He totally denies that he ever has done that to her or any woman, you know. And there was a lot of uh, a lot of uncertainty about the party, exactly where it was, exactly when it was. She doesn't know how she got there. Doesn't know how she got back. Um, you know, and she can't be sure at various points and exactly who and how many people were at that party. Um, So a lot of inconsistencies there. Let's listen to um, a very, very compelling moment when Christine Ford
2: testified in the morning. With what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you?
3: 100%.
2: And
0: I'm telling you, if Kavanaugh didn't come out with fire and righteous indignation and moral outrage, as he most certainly did, off that moment and that testimony... He had no chance to be confirmed to the United States Supreme Court. He did a masterful job, and he was as honest and sincere and passionate as he could possibly be. Let's listen to some of that as Kavanaugh goes after the Democrats for the political hit job being done on him.
4: When I did at least okay enough at the hearings that it looked like I might actually get confirmed, a new tactic was needed. Some of you were lying in wait and had it ready. This first allegation was held in secret for weeks by a Democratic member of this committee and by staff. It would be needed only if you couldn't take me out on the merits. When it was needed, this allegation was unleashed and publicly deployed over Dr. Ford's wishes. And then, and then, as no doubt was expected, if not planned, came a long series of false last-minute smears designed to scare me and drive me out of the process.
0: And anyone who thought that Brett Kavanaugh just wouldn't be able to take the heat and might even want to just pull his nomination on the spot, they were sorely mistaken.
4: I will not be intimidated into withdrawing from this process. You've tried hard. You've given it your all. No one can question your effort but your coordinated and well-funded effort to destroy my good name and destroy my family will not drive me out the vile threats of violence against my family will not drive me out you may defeat me in the final vote but you'll never get me to quit never
0: i was literally on my feet cheering and my wife was as well What's your takeaway from yesterday's dramatics? And it was just, the whole thing is just so ugly and gut-wrenching. It truly is. God, I hope our politics never sinks to such a level again. But I have little hope of that. 407-916-5400, I want to hear from you. Um, Guys, gals, um, whatever you have to say, I mean, come on. We've all been watching this together and listening to it here on WFLA most of the day yesterday. What do you think and what are your thoughts on my take on the way this is all going to go down? This man needs to be confirmed. Um, 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Toll free is now 866-916-5400. Yeah, this is it. Mondays the first of October and by then one oh two five FM goes away and I'm FM. It's exclusively ninety-three point one, so lock it in on your preset right now, AM five forty or one oh seven point seven HD three. If you get us those ways, nothing changes at all. You don't have to do anything. Website, by the way, is now WFLA Orlando. Um I want to get a couple of callers in here, and then I want to hear from Yaffe and Steph, who had uh, some powerful thoughts on what went on yesterday in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Um, Jill, you're first from Orlando, and good morning. And Rose, you're next. Don't you hang up on me. I'm coming to you. Jill, you're up. Go ahead.
14: Hi, Bud. Um,
13: Let me tell you, this woman is lying through her teeth. She cannot recall events. She cannot recall details. I am a rape victim myself, and I can tell you every detail. I can tell you when it happened. I can tell you the moment it happened. I can tell you what happened. She is just... Can, can, excuse
0: me, excuse me a minute, and I'm sorry for God knows the agony you went through there. But, I mean, she says, I remember the moments, and she, you know, the, the laughter, all it. But wait a minute. Do you also, can I just say, and everyone's different, but do you remember events surrounding it that she cannot recall surrounding what she claims happened?
13: Oh, yes. I can tell you what I did before, after, during the whole nine yards. But you know what? I'm not a victim anymore. I'm a survivor. I've moved on. And she is just, all her little tears and her little this and that, it's just disgusting. And I don't believe her at all.
0: Interesting from a rape victim herself, Jill. Thank you very much. Rose in Windermere, go ahead on what happened yesterday in that committee.
14: Hi. Um... Judge Kavanaugh, um, he came out on top. He's telling the truth, and I'm sorry for what happened to Miss Ford, but you know she waited so long, and I think that she was she drank too much at that party, and she's trying to pick anyone she can. But Judge Kavanaugh came out on top yesterday. He's telling the truth, and I'm sure somebody did hurt her, but you know why is she picking this gentleman? And also, when, I'm 37 years old, and when I was five years old. Um, a, a TV guy came to our home, and he tried to get me to get into his van with him, and I told my mother. I went and told my mom. I said, Mommy, and she got him out of there, and he was fired. So you don't wait. I was all of five years old, and I've taught my daughter to always say stuff. So, you know, there's no excuse for this. And But he came out on top, and I was like you. I was going, yes, yes.
0: Great call. Thank you, Rose, very much. Yaffe, on the text line, let's check what's coming in, and then I'd want to hear from you and Steph, as we did in the 6 o'clock hour.
7: Yeah, a lot of texts coming in, bud. One person said, anyone who saw that embarrassing display for our country that is sensible will side with the judge, man or woman. She brought no facts and says a red wave is coming. Another person said that they did not watch the hearings because it seemed to, to them silly and pointless and vile.
0: Yeah, I have to watch it for show prep, but it was hard to watch. It was brutal to watch. Even the president said that. I don't ever want to yeah. see any of that again. Yeah, in what Alan Spector
7: I, said, you know, is how I felt. It made my stomach churn, gut wrenching.
0: Absolutely. Steph, you were watching it. You watched it all day with some friends. What are your thoughts? Yes,
8: I watched the entire thing and I was disgusted with what the Democrats did to him. They should be ashamed. They it's a disgrace. They are you, a disgrace.
0: You told me you had some interesting input from a friend of yours. Was it an email, a tweet or something?
8: Oh, yeah. She sent me uh, this picture, and I was like, oh, this might be a little too soon. But it was so funny. It was, I don't know who's running against Trump in 2020, but he or she assaulted me 30 years ago.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing, but, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable the level to which our politics has sunk. Um, I'm, I'm Kavanaugh saved the day for himself and, um, and 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 I think we're going to have a conservative on the Supreme Court, but anything could happen, okay. Uh, reports out from the committee. doesn't matter there. It'll still go to the full Senate for a vote. We think next Tuesday and um, and and the margin, as I said, very, very tight. this 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 towering judicial intellect with a great great career track record um, needs to be confirmed. I, and I looked at his wife behind him and I just broke my heart. You could see the pain and the hurt. You know, and and, and what they've done to him and his, his family. His mom and dad were there, and they were in agony. It's just not right that we play the game this way. But for the Democrats, the ends justify the means. And you saw the ultimate example of that in such sickening fashion yesterday. Allen's here with our news update, and we're going to move the spotlight away from the hearing, and we'll get back to that along the way, of course, to Florida politics and the run-up to the midterms.
1: Yeah, Republican nominee for Governor Ron DeSantis says his Democratic opponent, Andrew Gillum, could destroy Florida's reputation as a low-tax state, That's what DeSantis told business leaders at a Florida Chamber of Commerce forum in Orlando.
11: He's running on the biggest tax increase in history. He has a history of of advocating for higher taxes. He, He supports higher federal taxes and imposes the tax cuts that we did last year.
1: And because the Democrat is an outspoken critic of Donald Trump, DeSantis says Florida won't be able to get anything out of Washington if Gillum is elected. Hillary Clinton is coming to Florida to campaign for Andrew Gillum. They'll make a joint appearance at a Get Out the Vote rally in South Florida on October 23rd. The Democratic Governors Association says it's donating another million dollars to the Gillum campaign. They've now invested a total of three million dollars in the Florida governor's race. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Big economic news out of Lakeland, Publix is getting bigger.
15: Publix says it's expanding its Lakeland headquarters, and that means... More jobs, 700 more. public's executives say the 88-year-old company is growing and needs an additional 190,000 square feet of space that's expected to be completed by 2027. The addition of 700 jobs will unfold over the next decade, and executives say starting salary will be $46,000 a year. I'm Sharon Parker.
1: A driver is safe after Hillsborough County firefighters pulled him from a retention pond. Investigators say someone saw the man drive off southbound I-75 near the I-4 interchange and into the pond in Sefner last night. The car went under the water, but the driver managed to climb out a window and onto the car's roof. Firefighters extended a ladder to the man so he could climb out of the water.
0: We don't get too many happy endings when we have stories like that. It's good to have one here this morning.
1: Definitely. Jared Goff passed for 465 yards and five touchdowns. As the Rams outscored the Minnesota Vikings 38 to 31 on Thursday Night Football at Los Angeles, the Rams are 4-0, and not surprisingly, Goff likes that.
7: It feels good. You know, the first quarter of the season is over now, and uh, being undefeated, it feels good. You know, it's it's where we want to be. It's you know, I don't I, you know, we expect to win every game, but you don't really look this far ahead. But being 4-0 through four games against four quality opponents, and every week is tough.
1: Goff's Vikings counterpart, Kirk Cousins, also had a big night with. Four hundred twenty-two yards passing and three touchdowns, but Minnesota dropped to one, two, and one on the season. Elsewhere, Bud, yes, sir. A pair of shoes is going on sale in Dubai, and all it will take to own them is seventeen million dollars. Whoa, seventeen million for a pair of shoes! Can't wait to hear whose shoes these might be. These uh, are a pair of women's stilettos, Bud. They are gold in color, but what makes them so expensive? are the more than 100 carats of flawless diamonds set on white gold. Passion Jewelers is selling the shoes and said the inspiration came after seeing that there are many options for ultra-high-end clothes and bags, but not for shoes, finally filling the void. We've been waiting for the $17 million shoe, and finally it's here. There it is. The good news is, bud, it does come with a lifetime warranty if oh, the well. leather ever wears out. Oh, 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 nice of them to throw that in. Here's my receipt for $17 million. <laughs> I bought this a couple of weeks I ago. I feel
7: like you should get like a free pair of socks, too, or something uh, with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, something.
1: Toss something in there. Come on. <laughs> Throw me a bone. <laughs> Some shoe
7: polish or something? Yes, exactly. You if polish all diamonds, it. Jewelers
1: polish is what you get. You get jewelers polish. <laughs> uh, also, investigators in Cherokee County, Georgia, say a man was arrested after falling asleep in a car he was trying to burglarize. They say he'd already stolen credit cards, cash, and more from seven cars before a deputy caught him napping in car number eight. Well, that stuff takes a lot out of you. I tell you. <laughs> I'm, you know, I try to rob you know three cars, and I'm winded.
11: Three
0: a nine, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you Come try on. to do seven, you pay the price, Pace right? Pace yourself.
1: I Come know on, it. people. I know Finally, it. a viral video shows a kayaker in the South Pacific getting slapped by a seal with a live octopus. Oh, I heard a little something about this. This video was taken last week, Bud, during a kayaking trip off the coast of New Zealand, and shows Kyle Melinder paddling in the ocean when a seal rises to the surface with an octopus in its mouth. In an instant, the seal whips the octopus around and slaps Melinda in the face with a tentacle. I'm sorry. <laughs> the kayaker was stunned but unhurt. A biology professor at the University of Auckland says the seal was likely just trying to eat the octopus and the kayaker was in his way. Yeah, come on, interrupting lunch. Don't come between a seal and his octopus. <laughs> Never. That's the lesson to be learned Never. here.
7: Yeah, and the video is on the website, WFLA Orlando keyword Budman. I kind of think maybe he was trying to give the octopus to the guy as like a gift or something, like here.
0: Yeah, yeah, just a little rough, that's all, you know. (laughs) All right, hey, Alan, thank you. Uh Alan Spector with the news on Fridays. Is it over? Is what
1: over? Everything? No, I, no, no. <laughs> Life? No. Life as
0: we know it? No, I think, no, no, don't become despondent. Okay. I mean, this is a little segment. You're coming back at oh. the top of the hour, right? I am. Better than ever. Yeah, that Let's is. Let's hope so. That's great news. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I have a reprieve All right, for Alan. a half an hour. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, listen. We love our American heroes, our militaries, our veterans, and there are no greater heroes than the heroes from World War II. And they get taken to Washington to see the monuments in their honor free of charge to them through Honor Flight of Central Florida. And veterans of the Korean War and the Vietnam War as well. It's the end of the season for Honor Flights, the last Honor Flight. And you can welcome home these heroes at the airport this Saturday night. We're going to get chapter and verse on the final Honor Flight of the season from the man behind it all from Honor Flight of Central Florida. Ed Reardon is on the 50,000-watt front porch. Patriots, stay tuned. You're going to want to be there with your flags and your patriotic fervor and hopefully your kids and grandkids, too, to welcome these heroes back home from their Honor Flight. So that's coming right up. Don't miss it. Hey, remember, you can listen to us in a host of ways here on WFLA. But the big news is, from now on, we're going to exclusively on FM be at 93.1. So lock it in on your preset right now, because after this weekend, 102.5 goes away. 93.1 FM is where we'll be. Still on the AM dial at 540 and HD radio, no changes, 107.7 HD3, and an iHeartRadio. Download that free and phenomenal iHeartRadio app. You get a crystal clear signal of everything we put out anywhere on earth, anytime at all. And it's a great, great tool, the free iHeartRadio app. For music lovers, you can get your own weekly mixtape updated, your favorite songs, your favorite artists, your favorite stations, all free. Download the amazing iHeartRadio Radio app now. It'll blow your mind. Honoring the American heroes on the last honor flight. That's what our next segment is all about, and we'll get right to it right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here in two minutes for you. On Good Morning Orlando. Always a pleasure to reconnect with um, Ed Reardon, our old friend from Honor Flight of Central Florida. They do such an, an amazing job of making sure. That our aging veterans get to see all of the monuments and memorials built in their honor in Washington, D.C., on honor flights free of charge to them. Ed, welcome back on the eve of the last honor flight of this season. Good morning to you, my friend.
10: Uh, good morning to you, Bud. Thanks so much for having me on. It's you always know, honor flight. We, we really recognize that our freedom is a free. We recognize the cost that's paid for it, Bud. And since our veterans have honored us with their service, isn't it fitting that we honor them?
0: Oh, it absolutely is. And nobody does it better than you and your team at Honor Flight. Before we tell people how they can be a part of a rousing welcome home ceremony for this latest group of uh, American heroes who are being taken to Washington, D.C. this week, this Saturday,
10: let's talk about who will be honored, shall we, Ed? Bud, we are just blessed to, to uh, even, even at this stage in their lifetime, you know, uh, many of the veterans are, are, are in the last chapter of their lives. Some of them are literally in the last paragraph. So to be able to take 12 veterans of World War II, 21 veterans of the Korea War, five veterans of the Cold War, and 12 veterans of Vietnam, the oldest being 98, mm. but we are just so blessed to, to, to be able to do that so they can view and reflect at the memorials that were built for them.
0: And it's not just the men. You've got a couple of women who will be a part of this Honor Flight, right?
10: We have two women that served as Army nurses during Vietnam that are going to be with us, Bud, and our oldest World War II vet at the age of 98 also served as a diesel mechanic with several uh, air units. One included the Tuskegee Airmen. And you've got...
0: um representatives of service in the Army, the Army Air Force, which predated the Air Force, of course, uh, the Navy and the Air Force and the Marine Corps. And they all deserve a very special tribute from the rest of us um, for all they have sacrificed in service to this great country. Now, what's going to happen at Orlando International Airport this Saturday evening as they come back from the honor flight, and how can folks be a part of it?
10: Well, after a very long day, we'll be arriving back in Orlando Airport, if we're on time, but at 9.15 p.m. on Southwest Flight 6293, coming in from Baltimore. And while our veterans are all going to be very tired after a long day, they think that their day is concluded. But we love to round out the day by offering them a surprise welcome home, the kind they never get when they, ret- got when they return from their service, so we love to, for folks to come on down to Terminal A by Starbucks behind the Southwest ticket, de- ticket desk mm-hmm. and greet them as they come back through security and show them appreciation for their service and sacrifices.
0: So we want everybody cheering. There'll be patriotic music. You need to bring your flags, bring your signs, and bring
10: the whole family, right, Ed? This is, this is a family event. And, and and you know, and it's isn't it a wonderful thing if you can bring down uh, small children and be able to point to some of our World War II and korea war uh, heroes in particular and, and point them out uh, it's it's one thing to read about history in the books, uh, but yeah. it's another thing to be able to see these heroes firsthand and to uh, glad hand them and thank them personally for assuring uh, the end of tyranny and that we have. Uh, preserved the liberties that we have here today we we don't know them all but but we do owe them all and this is a way to show them our appreciation for what they've done for us
0: and a relatively recent dimension to the wonderful work you do with honor flight um you're going to be honoring a couple of fallen veterans that we have lost under your flags of our father's program uh a world war ii army veteran one marine killed in action in beirut and the They obviously can't join us because they're gone now, but their portraits will travel with you, um, so Americans everywhere will never forget their sacrifices. I love Honor Flight. Ed, I admire you and your wife and the rest of the team and the guardians who accompany these aging veterans. Um, Listen, if folks want to get involved in Honor Flight, how do they do it?
10: Go to our website for more information. We're at honorflightcentralflorida.org, and you'll be able to uh, experience... uh, a virtual art flight by looking at the pictures and the videos of some of the past trips that we've done. You'll find applications to apply uh, as a veteran or as a guardian on our trip, and you'll get a general sense for what it is that we that we do. But we're so very proud. This is the this is the 22nd flight that our little hub uh, has has run, yep. Bud, and at the conclusion of this year, we will have taken about a thousand veterans. Uh, nationally since the organization started in 2005 at the end of last flight season on a flight nationally took 280,000 veterans from across the country into Washington, D.C. This is uh, awesome on missions like this.
0: My time is gone, Ed. Folks, be out there at nine o'clock uh, tomorrow night to welcome home these veterans from their Honor Flight. Um, it's going to be by Starbucks in Terminal A, and, uh, and, and this is where you want to be. Southwest Flight 6293 coming in. Uh, be there, and you will never forget it. Ed, thank you so much. God bless you and everybody at Honor Flight.
10: Thank you so very much, Bud.
0: Right now, ahead of rush, an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. Stay with me here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and still on AM 540. Good morning, Orlando. Welcome aboard. You're on the 50,000 watt front porch. Glad you're here at 8 o'clock for our latest check on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger.
1: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning she said, he said, And we'll have details coming up in one minute.
0: And we'll hear from both Ford and Kavanaugh. And if you haven't heard Lindsey Graham yet, stay tuned for that. Special live report on all the drama
1: as well, next on Good Morning Orlando. 803 on News Radio 93.1. It was a case of she said, he said in a hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Professor Christine Blasey Ford testified that Supreme Court nominee Judge Brett Kavanaugh tried to rape her at a party back in the summer of 1982. And Ford categorically denied that it could be a case of mistaken identity. Illinois Democrat Dick Durbin.
2: Dr. Ford, with what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you? One
3: hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: At times defiant and other times emotional, Judge Brett Kavanaugh defended himself against the claims of sexual assault.
4: My family and I intend no ill will toward Dr. Ford. For her family, but I swear today, under oath, before the Senate and the nation, before my family and God, I am innocent of this charge.
1: Kavanaugh accused Democratic lawmakers of smearing his professional and personal reputation. The Senate Judiciary Committee is set to vote on whether to confirm Kavanaugh this morning, but. The largest group of trial lawyers in America is now saying, hold on.
5: The American Bar Association sent a letter late Thursday to Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley and ranking Democrat Dianne Feinstein calling for lawmakers to hold off on voting to confirm Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. The ABA says sexual misconduct claims by Dr. Christine Blasey Ford and other women should be investigated by the FBI. The letter says an appointment to the Supreme Court is simply too important to rush to a vote. The ABA had said Kavanaugh is a well-qualified candidate, but it put out that recommendation before the allegations were public. In Washington, Jill NATO, Fox News.
0: We don't have any late word that they're delaying the vote based on that from the ABA, right? It's still
1: on for 9.30 as far as I know, Alan. As far as I know as well, bud. Okay, We'll keep you posted, obviously, though. This news is brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. An Amber Alert is in effect for two siblings from North Florida. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement issued the alert yesterday for 7-year-old Brian Mejias and 6-year-old Gabriella Mejias of Live Oak. Suwannee County deputies say the children may be traveling in a black Toyota Camry with dark-tinted windows and a Texas license plate, and that car could be part of a caravan of three vehicles heading west to Madison County or even further west to Texas. Former First Lady Michelle Obama will be in South Florida today for a rally at the University of Miami, and it's all about registering to vote and then
6: getting out the vote. This is a nonpartisan initiative. She's not there on behalf of any one candidate or one issue. She's really there talking to the individuals in the crowd and folks across Florida about uh, uh, why it's important to her that she votes and why she thinks uh, folks uh, should uh, take that power into their own hands and make sure that they get out and vote as well.
1: Kyle Lehrman is CEO of When We All Vote, the organization sponsoring the rally, which is free and open to the public. And speaking of the University of Miami, the 16th ranked Hurricanes have their first conference win of the season after a route of North Carolina last night at Hard Rock Stadium. The Hurricanes defense for six turnovers, returning three of them for touchdowns. Miami's now 4-1 for the season, 1-0 in the ACC. Next up for the Canes, Florida State, one week from tomorrow. WFLA news time is 8.07. 17 men are charged in connection with multiple Apple Store robberies. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: Welcome to the fifty thousand watt front Forge. news radio, ninety three point one WFLA. Thanks, Alan, in advance of your calls, your text messages, my take, and comments from all of us on the high drama and and just the the political brutality of yesterday's Ford. Kavanaugh hearing on Capitol Hill, we have a live report. And to set it up, if you're just connecting to all of this, here's a montage. Christine Ford, Brett Kavanaugh. Roll
4: it.
3: I'm here today not because I want to be. I am terrified.
4: This confirmation process has become a national disgrace.
3: I am here because I believe it is my civic duty to tell you what happened to me while Brett Kavanaugh and I were in high school.
4: But you have replaced advice and consent would search and destroy.
3: I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth.
4: I'm not questioning that Dr. Ford may have been sexually assaulted by some person in some place at some time, but I have never done this.
0: It's all coming up here. We'll have more on this. Lindsey Graham was unbelievable. You have to hear that. More key sound cuts. Bill Zimfer, our News Radio 93.1 national correspondent, all over the story with the very latest here um, on the morning after. Stay tuned for that. Make your wallet great again. Our texting contest continues in a moment. You could win a 1000 bucks. You need to listen. Listen closely. To the keyword of the hour coming right up, and then text that keyword to 200, 200 You could be our $1,000 winner, and good luck to you. We'll get to that right after we update Orlando's newsletter and traffic along the way, as well, here in two minutes on News Radio 93.1 WFLA at AM 540. For the rest of the hour, we're on the Ford Kavanaugh hearing. We'll be taking your calls right on through 9 o'clock, but let's set the table, particularly for those of you just connecting to all of this, uh, with the very latest from our News Radio 93.1 National Correspondent Bill Zimfer. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando. As always, Bill, what do you have this morning?
16: Well, good morning, Bud. Uh, You know, after the hours of testimony yesterday, we're just about back where we were at the beginning. Those who were waiting to hear Dr. Ford to testify before making any kind of decision on Brett Kavanaugh uh, found a a witness who was credible and honest, apparently. Uh, And Brett Kavanaugh, again, standing by his claim that he has never been involved in any type of incident like this, let alone this specific incident. So uh, it, it remains a very difficult decision and debate that will continue. So where are we this morning, bud? We are looking toward a about, uh, well, uh, a committee vote in about an hour and 15 minutes from now. The Judiciary Committee will forge ahead. Chuck Grassley said they will move ahead with a vote this morning and then move their recommendation on to the full Senate. Uh, The American Bar Association, after the testimony yesterday, did call on the Senate committee to halt this whole process until there could be an FBI investigation, echoing the sentiments of some of the Democratic senators on the committee yesterday but uh, I still think Ch- Chuck Grassley is going to plow ahead and get this committee vote underway this morning at 9:30.
0: And the president very happy with Kavanaugh who had that righteous indignation and that moral outrage that he didn't seem to have when he was on with Martha McCallum on the Fox interview with his wife this past Monday I mean I think that made all the difference because I got to tell you uh, I think I think Christine uh, Ford is mistaken that it was Kavanaugh, that something happened to her, and he even acknowledges that may well yep. be so. But, I mean, she was compelling in the morning, and I think it was all on the line, and Kavanaugh came out swinging, didn't he?
16: He sure did. Came out firing with uh, all uh, all his guns going yesterday. An emotional statement, sometimes combative. And you know what, but he got to a point where I thought maybe he was getting a little bit too political when he uh, lashed out at Democratic senators. And Lindsey Graham may have saved the day when he jumped in and delivered his impassioned speech, uh, really ripping uh, the whole process and the uh, Democratic handling of it as well. Uh, that may have saved the day for, uh, for Kavanaugh yep. as he was beginning to... Make Maybe get over that line a little bit. But, yes, uh, the president is uh, behind him, saying it's exactly why I nominated him to be a next Supreme Court justice. But still, this remains in doubt. Even if uh, the Judiciary Committee approves it today uh, and it goes on to the full Senate, there's no guarantee he will pass there. Keep in mind, also, if the Judiciary Committee... uh, puts forward a non-favorable or a negative uh, recommendation on Brett Kavanaugh, it can still go to the full Senate and still be approved by the full Senate. So uh, we've got a long way to go on this one, and the drama continues.
0: The way we're counting the votes, 47 yes in the general Senate right now, and the question marks are Collins Murkowski and uh, Jeff Flake, who is on the Judiciary Committee, and they might even pick up Democrat Joe Manchin from heavily pro-Trump West Virginia. Is that kind of how it looks to you in closing here
16: this morning, Bill? Absolutely, Bud. I think that's uh, exactly where we are zeroed in on this morning, Mm -hmm. and it will come down to the thoughts of just a few individuals in the full Senate.
0: News Radio 93.1, national correspondent Bill Zimfer. Thank you so much, my friend. Have a great weekend. You too, Bud. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. We're going to hear those key cuts. Lindsey Graham, if you haven't heard this, unbelievable. We got the whole thing. I've never heard anything like that from him or anyone else in the Senate, and it was awesome. Uh, The key cuts from. from Brett Kavanaugh, and also from Christine Ford. But I want to hear from you, Gene, Max, Pete, and the others. Stay on the line. Yaffe's monitoring text line incoming because right through 9 o'clock, we're going to give you a chance to let us know how it went down for you, how you're feeling this morning, and how you're feeling about the Kavanaugh nomination. This man needs to be confirmed. Christine Ford seems very emotional, very, very, very sincere, but a lot of gaps in her remembrances of all of this and no corroboration or new facts did she bring to the table. You cannot take a man down and destroy his life, his career with just uncorroborated allegations. If we go down that route in this country, we will rue the day. But that's where we are with this. You're next. Calls and texts on the Ford Kavanaugh hearing right on through the nine o'clock hour. Some see some key sound cuts still ahead. If you haven't heard Lindsey Graham and the, and the very passionate defense by Brett Kavanaugh, uh, well, you will. Gene, good morning to you from Orlando. Thank you for waiting. What are your thoughts after having watched and listened to this testimony?
3: Good
13: morning. I am just outraged the way Judge Kavanaugh was treated. Those Democrat senators, I. They were just so rude. I just wanted to strangle them through the TV. I was weeping the whole time just watching it. And I want to know why that Dr. Ford expected the uh, senators to come out there to her. She said she was afraid of flying, but yet she flies all over the
6: place.
0: Yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah some
0: just, holes I'll- in her testimony, some very spotty memory. Uh, and no corroborating um, uh, testimony. Even close friends are saying, you know, they don't know anything about the event that she alleges in which a young Brett Kavanaugh she thought was about to rape her. Thank you very much for calling, and I appreciate your patience as well. Uh, We're going to hear from Lindsey Graham. Uh, I don't know him personally, but it says on the screen, Ray, that you do know him. And good morning, Ray, from Brevard County. Hey, bud. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, yeah, I, I know Lindsey Graham. I met him, and
4: he is a uh, a no-holes-barred type of person. He was a great attorney and a great judge, but I think that his
10: message at the end of that hearing yesterday was the culmination, and
0: really was what the uh, was what needed to be said, and that will be the differential. And I absolutely believe that Brett Kavanaugh will get confirmed. He should get
10: confirmed. And just like Lindsey said, he should be on the Supreme Court.
0: Thank you for this, Ray. We are going to play that sound cut, maybe a longer version than you've heard before in the next half hour, as we did earlier. Yaffe, your thoughts. You watched a lot of this yesterday. And I know Steph, who's still on the phone taking calls because we are swamped. She is on fire about what happened there.
7: I mean, my main thoughts were this. Both uh, Ford and Kavanaugh came off as credible. It didn't seem like either one of them were lying. And the point is, is you need more corroborative evidence. If you're going to condemn someone like Kavanaugh, you can't just condemn him based on an accusation. You need more evidence. And the testimonies alone are not enough evidence. So I think they need to confirm Kavanaugh unless they can provide more corroborative evidence.
0: And I think you're right. Here is Pete and Claremont. Good morning, Pete. You're on with the Bud Man and Company. What are your thoughts?
10: Good morning, everyone. I have two views. Two different things I'm going to say quick. One, it doesn't matter who we put up there. This would have happened. I mean, this is just in their playbook now.
0: Well, any, any, any conservative, it's all about Roe v. Wade. It's all about gun control. And the left, the end justifies the means, and they will destroy any nominee if they can do it.
10: Right, and and then you have people like Anthony Weiner. When stuff comes out about him, they circle the wagons around him. They want him to run for mayor for New York City. So yeah. why the double standard?
0: Because they're because they're liberals. They're left. You know.
10: Oh, I I know that,
0: but I mean, you no, know, I mean,
7: what's good for the one, is good for the other.
0: Thank you, Pete, very much. What about the text line, Yaffe? I know you got a lot to sort through there.
7: Yeah, one person said this said yesterday was a circus and a joke. The Democrats showed all their cards they lost on with the confirmation. Another person said, I almost wanted to cry for the Kavanaugh family. Oh. We've all been accused of something we never did. I can only imagine how he feels.
0: His wonderful wife, actually just broke my heart. The, her facial expression, the hurt, the pain. And and then when they would take shot of his mom and his dad and everyone there, oh, my God, it was just, as we both all, all agreed, gut-wrenching.
7: Yeah, one person said this as well, said, I was so impressed with Lindsey Graham yesterday, it's about time he got a backbone.
0: Man, did he ever. He was on fire. You will hear that. A great sound cutter, too, from Brett Kavanaugh. And, yes, we will hear from the accuser, Christine Ford. Committee vote still on for 930 this morning. Friday means we get our news from our good friend Alan Spector, who has dropped by right now. Gosh, we're closing in on the midterm elections about six and a half weeks out couple of key races here in Florida, including the race for governor.
1: And things are heating up. Republican candidate for governor Ron DeSantis says if Democratic nominee and Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum is elected, Florida can't expect any more help from the Trump administration.
11: My opponent is running on impeaching Donald Trump. He will use the office of governor of Florida to engage in incessant anti-Trump virtue signaling. What a wasted opportunity for our state. We can't let that happen.
1: DeSantis spoke at a forum of business leaders in Orlando hosted by the Florida Chamber of Commerce, which has endorsed the GOP nominee. Andrew Gillum is getting some high-profile help on the campaign trail. The Democratic nominee for governor announcing yesterday that Hillary Clinton will campaign with him next month in South Florida. Clinton considered Gillum as a potential running mate in her 2016 presidential run. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Publix continues to, in the words of the governor, grow like crazy. That's what Rick Scott said yesterday in Lakeland while announcing the company plans to expand its headquarters and add hundreds of jobs. In the next 10 years, Publix will have 700 new employees and almost 200,000 more square feet of space at its Lakeland headquarters. More state cash is on the way to the Gulf Coast counties dealing with red tide to help keep those beaches clean.
15: Governor Rick Scott has announced an additional $3 million for Red Tide cleanup efforts in Pinellas and Lee Counties. It's part of a $13 million state grant through the Department of Environmental Protection for Gulf Coast communities impacted by Red Tide. A couple of weeks ago, Pinellas County received more than a million dollars to help pay for the crews contracted by the county to scoop up what has now amounted to more than 700 tons of dead fish Pinellas will now receive an extra $2 million in funding. The county says there are still high concentrations of red tide around Madeira Beach and Treasure Island. I'm Sharon Parker.
1: The Rams and Vikings put on an aerial show on Thursday Night Football. Jared Goff threw for 465 yards and five touchdowns to lead L.A. past Minnesota 38-31 at the Coliseum. Kirk Cousins went shot for shot with Goff, piling up 422 yards through the air and three scores. The Rams are 4-0 for the first time since 2001, when they were the St. Louis Rams. And elsewhere...
5: Doing the garden, digging the weeds, who could ask for more? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me?
1: All right, this should be sh- like shooting fish in a barrel, bud. Who is that? I think we're listening to the Beatles. I think we are. I like that song a lot. That's the first one you've gotten right in our little music informal music quizzes well, we've had. thank you for pointing that out. That makes me
0: feel great.
1: 17 weeks, I think. <laughs> uh, of course, that song is actually written by Paul McCartney and sung by Paul and he is set to release his first illustrated children's book. It's called Hey Grand Dude. The Beatles legend and multiple Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee made the announcement yesterday via a video on Puffin Book's YouTube account. The book follows the adventures of a magical man named Grand Dude and his four grandchildren. McCartney's first solo literary title will be published in September. Hey, I'm a grand dude. Next So are you. Yes, we're both grand dudes, and (laughs) that that song 64 is about to apply to me. Uh, And Sir Paul, by the way, will be featured in a segment on the season premiere of 60 Minutes this Sunday night. Yeah, I heard
0: about that. That's great. I can't wait to watch that.
1: It's the end of an era on HBO, bud. What's that? The premium cable channel has announced plans to drop its live boxing coverage by the end of the year.
0: They've done boxing on HBO forever.
1: For the last 45 years, airing more than 1,100 fights. The first was back in 1973, a heavyweight title bout between George Foreman and Smokin' Joe Frazier. HBO will air its final boxing card October 27th with a pair of title fights at Madison Square Garden in New York City.
0: Very, very interesting.
1: And uh, one more story here, which I'm dedicating to uh, Mike Yaffe, because I know he loves all things pumpkin-flavored. Listen up, Yaffe. Here it comes. Mike IHOP is bringing back its pumpkin-inspired pancakes for the Uh, fall. Of course they are. But also branching out into beer. The breakfast chain is partnering with New York brewer Keegan Ales to take ingredients from its pumpkin pancake batter and add it to the beer mix. The beer will be called IHOPs, of
7: course. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's pretty clever. I like that,
1: actually. (laughs) Now, to taste the pancake-infused beer, you'll have to attend one of the festivals in the New York area, and it's only available for a limited time, of course, through Halloween.
7: I was about to say, I didn't think IHOPs sold beer, so you're saying it's not going to be at the IHOPs stores. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. I'm glad you're paying attention.
0: (laughs) See, we listen to you. I appreciate that. Okay, but we can only do it for so long.
1: Well,
7: you
0: you can (laughs) stop now. I'm about to. Alan, (laughs) thank you so much. Alan Spector with the news on
2: Fridays. With what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you?
3: 100%.
0: That was a compelling moment for Christine Ford, the original accuser of Brett Kavanaugh. Um, and, and in the morning, it looked like, oh, my goodness, if Kavanaugh doesn't come out with some kind of feisty and fiery defense of himself and further categorical denials of this and anything that he ever did anything like this to Ford or anybody else, this thing is over. Well, he sure did. We have played some cuts from Kavanaugh and we'll play another one or two. But I have to get to the phones because the smartest audience in talk radio is calling in record numbers. Matt, good morning to you from Orlando, Matt.
10: Good morning, Bud. I'm. I wish you could say it's a good morning. I've
6: I've largely stood out of the political stuff for a few months. I wish, I've just been so fed up. I'm an independent voter. Used to be a Republican, but just all the back and forth. And then I saw Lindsey Graham's speech yesterday, where I learned what I believe
10: is the lead that's been buried in all of this, and that uh, Chuck Schumer and uh, Feinstein had this information chose not to go to the FBI, but sat on it for basically a, an early October surprise, as they used to say, for political gimmicks. And then Ford, you know, if she was so concerned about public scrutiny. OK, then have them come to you in the pr- comfort and privacy of your own home and come back with a testimony.
0: Yeah, she's supposed she supposedly said she couldn't so fly, but now we know she flies everywhere. Matt, would you like to hear Lindsey Graham again? I know I would.
10: I sure would.
13: Thanks
9: for taking my call. Yeah, thank you. Let's roll it, Yaffe. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said, hello because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. Are you a gang rapist? No. I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. You're looking for a fair process? You came to the wrong town at the wrong time, my friend.
0: Newfound respect for Lindsey Graham. He was awesome. And so was Kavanaugh, as you will hear. But now I want to hear from Rochelle on the line with the Budman. Good morning from Longwood, Rochelle. Hi,
14: Bud. How
0: are you? Well, I'm doing okay. And thank you so much for being with me. What are your thoughts in the wake of all of this?
13: Okay. So, um, boy, I've got a lot to say. I'm going to just go real quick. Um... First of all, the woman must be heard, kind of thing. Okay, first of all, we need some kind of guidelines before we let her have a platform like that. That's number one. Number two is where were the Republicans in questioning this woman? I know they had a plan, but it was, it sucked. Nobody brought up the fact that one third of victims misidentified their. Rapist.
0: I thought that, the prosecutor they brought in so they had a woman and not a bunch of old white guys questioning a woman here. Uh, Rachel Mitchell, I thought she was flattering a pancake and lame and they got her out of there.
13: I, I thought she did a terrible job. There were so many holes in her story. Um, and then also, I, I wonder sometimes if this wasn't sabotaged by the Republicans because their questioning was terrible, except for Lindsey Graham and Kavanaugh. He would be dead in the water.
0: Thank you very much, Rochelle. I appreciate it. Text line, Yaffe, what do you got?
7: Yes, but a whole lot of texts coming in. People are very passionate about this. One person said, the hypocrisy of the mainstream media and Democrat, and the Democrats is obvious when they judge Kavanaugh for what he might have done in high school and ignore Clinton for what he did in the White House. Boy,
0: amen to that. Amen to that. Wait till you hear Kavanaugh at his passionate Best. It was so compelling yesterday, and more of your calls and texts are coming in. It's painful to watch yesterday at points, wasn't it? And it was painful constantly to watch the expression on Brett Kavanaugh's wonderful wife, Ashley's face, as she sat behind him in support here. You could just get some inkling of what she has been through, and I have more on that in a moment. But Brett Kavanaugh came in there. And the righteous indignation and the moral outrage we didn't see in the Martha McCallum interview at the beginning of the week was on full display, a 45-minute statement in his own defense that he wrote himself just the day before. Let's listen.
4: This whole two-week effort has been a calculated and orchestrated political hit fueled with apparent pent-up anger about President Trump and the 2016 election. Fear that has been unfairly stoked about my judicial record. Revenge on behalf of the Clintons. And millions of dollars in money from outside left-wing opposition groups. It
0: was an incredible, incredible um, statement. And, you know, later on he, he, he got very emotional. He was crying, choking back tears. But look what they tried to do to him and his family. Um, Listen to this. These are the threatening emails that Ashley got at her place of work, his wife. Quote, my condolences to you for being married to a rapist, although you probably deserve it. And F you and your rapist husband. Wall Street Journal reporting another email to Ashley. May you, your husband, and your kids burn in hell. Why don't you put a bullet in your husband? The left is out of control with rage. And the end to them justifies the means, and 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 I thought Kavanaugh did a great job not only defending himself and his honor, but of of absolutely calling the Democrats on what this is all about. And there was a tender moment, Steph. You reminded me of when um, when when Kavanaugh, fighting back tears, talked about one of his daughters that they've had to tell, as be- best you can tell, a ten-year-old what this is all about.
8: Yeah, very sad.
0: And the daughter said what?
8: That we should pray for the woman.
0: Yes. And that's
8: amazing because that's not something I would have thought of.
0: I don't know that it would be something I would be capable of. You were really on fire. You and some friends watched this, and you were angry just as I was.
8: I am. I'm disgusted. The left should be just embarrassed with themselves. They're a disgrace to this country.
0: Yeah, for you, uh, always in touch with social media. What's coming in right now on the wake of all of this yesterday? What are you seeing?
7: On social media. Yeah, well, mm-hmm, yeah. well, the Democrats are focusing on the terms in his yearbook now, saying that he lied about those terms in his yearbook. That's the latest play, that really? he must be a liar because that's not what those terms mean. I never heard the terms and I've never been drunk. So I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's reaching.
0: Yeah. We got the committee vote this morning. The general Senate vote is still slated for Tuesday. Um, There are calls by the American Bar Association to wait for an FDI investigation. I don't think they should at this point. He's had six of them over his career. If there was anything to this stuff, it would have come up, for God's sakes. And it never did. Um, It was painful. It was brutal. It was gut-wrenching. But we watched it all to put this show together. And I've got to tell you, to have all of you reacting and calling with such thoughtful commentary... And such passion makes it such a privilege to be the host of this show. And for all of us, Deb, when she's here, Alan is here this morning, Yaffe and Steph, the Bud Man, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. God bless you and God bless America.